shippers, I'm Cher McAnally, head of entertainment at Tumblr and person who ships everyone, including people she knows, so far resulting in two marriages. That's, that's pretty good. That's impressive. Right? Thank you very much. I'm pretty proud of it. And you know, I hope that there are many, I ship many more people in real life. So look, if you if you I, want I to get married, <laughs> look. If you want to get married, become sure's right friend. Right on in. Like maybe should we do like blog matchmaking? Anyone want to? <laughs> oh, that's actually a very fun <laughs> idea. <laughs> and I'm Lauren Shippen, professional writer who has Shippen in her DNA. Oh my! I had to make a Shippen joke. <laughs> Very excited about that. Wow, can't believe I'm genuine. I don't even, I didn't even, I'm su- surprised. I didn't even expect it. Didn't even like, <laughs> even though I've made that joke multiple times, I was like, and I don't think I've ever made me. that joke. So, like, I, I feel, <laughs> I feel proud of myself. <laughs> and this is Dashboard Diaries, <laughs> a podcast for you, the folks who are in this internet bunker with us. We talk about what's going on on our favorite hell site, get into what we like to call Tumblr, do fandom deep dives, and share the times when we've gone feral over a new ship. Or, in the case of today's episode, perhaps an obscure ship, an underrated ship, a new ship. Yep, yep. Uh, so, Lauren, how has your last month been uh, on Tumblr since the last time we chatted? Yeah, it's been good. I was sort of, like, looking through my recent likes to sort of see, like, you know, what I... You know, I have, like, a, a system in place, right, where when I'm scrolling on desktop, I just, like, immediately queue things that I want to queue. But if I'm scrolling on my phone, like, let's be honest, like, lying in bed before I go to sleep, I'll, like, like things. And then, like, once a week, I'll sort of go through my likes and queue everything. It's, like, a real... Yeah. It's a real system. But anyway, so I was, like, looking through my recent likes and 911 is coming back in March and like basically like exactly a month and it so it's like you know the 911 activity on my dash has started to to pick up and it's new season new network it's a shorter season because of the strike like I'm just I'm very excited there's a huge cruise ship disaster to kick off the season 911 is like my one network show basically at this point and I love it dearly and so there's been just a lot of 911 in my life on my dash recently and then the other thing that popped up this week was and I'll and I'll be sure to reblog this to dashboardiaries.tumblr.com was this old post or like it like a yeah, an old post of a screenshot of someone's dashboard. And the dashboard is from like two like when did when did Tumblr's mobile app come out? That is a good question. I want to say 2010, but that is an arbitrary year that, that sound, my I mean that brain sounds making up. I'm texting you this cuz it's it's on my it was in my my likes. But like look at the glory of this. It's a screenshot of a yeah, probably 2010 mobile dashboard. Yeah. Yeah, and... 2009 on iOS and 2010 on uh, BlackBerry. There you go. And this, yeah, and this, <laughs> oh my God, a BlackBerry. <laughs> um, for our younger listeners, BlackBerry used to be the alternative to the iPhone, basically. <laughs> or not even like, it was like the alternative to like a Palm Pilot. Do you remember Palm yeah, Pilot? Or like, yeah, a Palm Pilot or a Sidekick. Oh, or the Sidekick. I was Razor. Oh, I always wanted a Sidekick so bad. Or I a Razor. I wanted one so badly. But I got. I had a Razor. I had a hot pink Razor. Oh, the hot pink Razor uh, was like the thing. Anyway, I just. I really like. There's. There. I feel like we're we're getting into a stage with with Tumblr with how old it is, and for me personally, just with how long I've been on Tumblr, that there's just now like a lot of just like even more Tumblr nostalgia 
sort of coming mm-hmm. through. And so that's been that's just just been fun to sort of start off the year with of just like looking yeah. at a 2010 dashboard and being like, oh, my God, I don't even recognize this dashboard configuration because I don't think I got the mobile app for Tumblr until probably 2015. Like, And I still am, yeah. am 98% of the time a desktop user. Like, I, I am not only really in the past two years have I become a, a mobile user. So anyway, that's been my last month on Tumblr. What have, what have you been up to? <laughs> I mean, first off, love that 911 is starting on shipping to just a different kind. And then also, I love that one of the things you brought up was like when we launched or like when the mobile app launched and like the like OG dashboard, because this month is Tumblr's birthday. <gasps> so yeah, Tumblr, Tumblr, like we always, we were just chatting about this in a meeting, how like the date of Tumblr's birthday seems to change every year when we get <laughs> <laughs> information because it kind of depends on like your perspective like, right, like did, what do you count it when it like first like launched like to a small group or to the public or you know whatever it is so i think this year we're going with the 19th okay is the birthday okay and so anyway yeah i like i love that so i love looking back at like all the og dashboards yeah. and stuff. So definitely a good time to be looking back and then for the last month on tumblr i mean obviously with the the super bowel <laughs> happening for all of our what we do in the shadows fans always a fun night on on tumblr because absolutely. we love sports famously oh yeah absolutely tumblr's <laughs> a big sports place <laughs> Also, there's on the topic of ships. We came out with a ships list a couple a couple weeks ago. I'm gonna drop it into our little our little chat, and thought it'd be fun to do a, like a poll on the entertainment Tumblr Ooh. to see which which ship like which of the top ships is the most popular is like taking up the most mental space at the moment so first oh fascinating show you i want to show you this poll like uh, i'm going to make sure the what i'm linking you is the poll without the results because i really want you to guess i really really want you to guess which one because one of these there were 12 options and one there's one winner that got 55 percent interesting interesting i really want you so that's a real quorum The, I know, I was shocked. And That's, also just, yeah. like, I really, I'm very excited to, to see what you think, the the one that won oh, is. Man. And for all our listeners here, I'm going to go quickly run through the, the ship options in the list. First one, Has Been Hotel, Husker Dust. Second, second one, Percy Jackson, Perkabeth. Third one, Good Omens, Ineffable Husbands. Fourth one, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonidow. Fifth, Has Been Hotel, Chaggy. Sixth, Jujutsu Kaisen Satsugu. Seventh, Panagram. We that love to see you. it. <laughs> Eighth, One Piece, Zosan. Ninth, Hasbin Hotel, Radio Apple. And then there are three options that were, one was another ship on the, like, full list, a ship that isn't on the top ships list, which is of 20. And then another one that was a fleet of ships sails on the sea of my mind. I cannot choose only one. <laughs> Which I was really laughing at myself for. I love that. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Which one do you think, Lauren, What got that 55%? I mean, part of me thinks that it's a fleet of, of ships sail on my mind. <laughs> but if we're going, okay, if we're going off of those ships, I mean, I think, I think it would be Ineffable Husbands. Like, I think that that would be the winning ship of, of that bunch. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Yeah. What was it? Surprisingly, that's that's not what it is. And oh, actually, I was wrong. Actually, the winner got fifty eight point five percent. Oh my God! And oh my gosh! Wait, at this moment, I just realized, Lauren, shoot, 
this isn't the poll's not done it has an hour and a day and two hours left oh my goodness okay i'm voting for hannah graham i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah i never ever would have guessed this so the winning ship by like an enormous margin as you said is Sonic and Shadow <laughs> from Sonic the Hedge. What happened? I have no idea. If you look at the notes, they're all like Sonidow supremacy, like rise up, Sonidow stand. Sonidow sweep. <laughs> oh my God. This is incredible. I just, you know, Tumblr continues to surprise and delight. I love this chaotic platform. It's amazing. Oh, that's so good. Also, this is a this is a poll and the ship list that actually brings up something about my last month on Tumblr that I forgot about and that I would love to get your take on, which yes. is what the fuck is Hasbin Hotel and why is it all of a sudden everywhere? Okay, so Hasbin Hotel is a new Amazon MGM Studios like animated series. Oh, okay. And the plot of it, if I'm not mistaken, which I might be, you know, vaguely incorrect, is essentially like the daughter of Lucifer has opened a hotel for wayward souls to try and get into heaven. That's fun. So like demons and things. And so there's obviously just a wide range of shipping happening. And it really feels like it happened, like this show like blew up Overnight. overnight it was just over suddenly hasman hotel was everywhere i haven't had a chance to watch it yet i need to because obviously it's you know taking over the tumblr platform which is really exciting to see a yeah. brand new show with a completely and also tumblr does love hell and demons it's so and, true at l it's so but i'm it was exciting it's exciting to see it really take off on like a brand new show take off on platform i'm like i think you yeah know, Hasman hotel will be a big one for a while i didn't see i didn't know that it was a show i thought it was like a a, a dating sim or like a jrpg like i thought it was like a <laughs> video game for some reason i don't know why because it really does feel like it's oftentimes we at least kind of hear about shows or some conversation before they come out and overtake the platform or they kind of like get big later in season one or around season two this is a show that came out like the season one i don't think is even done with new episodes at the moment or it just finished and it's huge that's Uh, incredible yeah Super exciting to see. On the topic of Hasbin Hotel and just a lot of amazing ships and a lot of chaotic ships and everywhere in between, the ships list is like four out of five, uh, four out of 20 Hasbin Hotel pretty much every week at the moment. But so our topic this week is our pitches for slept on ships. Yeah. So Lauren and I have both brought some ships today that we think really should be more of, you know, have have more of a role in the like Tumblr uh, zeitgeist. Yeah. Or, you know, conversation. You know, we want, we want more fic. We want more conversation conversation or any depending on what we're bringing right true uh, so lauren what what have you brought today which 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 slept on ship or you know fleet of ships <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i think we each brought uh three ships i didn't write my other two down really but um yeah to start off i'm gonna start off with the newest one which is what i'm calling the monarch founder polycule um, and this is from the Apple TV show, um, Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Um, and just, just a, like a general sort of blanket spoiler for this show. I'll try to stay away from like too many spoilers, but in order to like really describe the ship, I need to get into it a little bit. So Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Have you watched this show? 
I have, I watched the first episode and I've seen, I think pretty much all, if not like most, if not all of the other like, like monster films leading up. Gotcha. Great. Uh, but I haven't, I haven't gotten into this one yet, but I know kind of where it starts, the main characters and the main the main monsters so far, I'm sure there's some new ones. There's like a, a monster but... every episode, which is awesome. Yeah. So yes, so this TV show is a, I think like pretty much like the first TV show sort of within the world of Godzilla that's been built over the last couple of years through, I'm not forgetting what studio it is, but anyway, whoever owns Godzilla currently. <laughs> and it takes place in two different timelines. There's like a 1950s timeline and a 20. Uh, I think it, they're like 2014 timeline. And the 1950s timeline is about the three people who found Monarch. And Monarch is like the company that tracks the Titans and like studies them and like fights against them and stuff. And they're like, in the modern age, they're like kind of a sketchy government organization. Like they're sort of good guys, but they're sort of not. And yeah, there's like a lot to do with Monarch in this show. Obviously, it's called Monarch Legacy of Monsters. And it's like about the legacy of Monarch and kind of the family that started it. And then their like next generation and the generation after that, which is like the modern day. And so the the ship that I'm there are like a couple of ships in the in the show that are like canon or like headed that way. And including a, a, a queer female ship in the modern day that's like really lovely and com complex because of like various things that I won't spoil. But I really love the three founders. I love that you listed them out uh, by descriptors, but not by names. But not by names. Just so you know, you know, so Tumblr of you. Yeah. Honestly. So in my notes, I I said there's one pretty blonde dude in uniform, one kick-ass smart hot woman, one goofy green bean, <laughs> because that's like that's like my pitch for like why Tumblr would like these people. The the blonde hot guy in uniform is Lee Shaw, played by Wyatt Russell who is Kurt Russell's real-life son. And Kurt Russell plays the older version of Lee Shaw in the modern era. So it's, like, very cute because it's, like, his son is playing, like, the younger version of him. It's great. And then, yeah, Keiko is the hot, smart woman. She's the scientist that is studying the the these, like, anomalies. And then, that, then Lee is, like, the person who is tasked with protecting her. Like, he's in the army and they're... I forget exactly specifically where they are, but they're on, a, on an island in the Pacific... And she's going out to do this study and he's kind of like literally like her bodyguards, like already really getting into like good tropes, right? And they've got like sort of like some flirty banter and like he's sort of, you know, the the uptight army type and she's like, you know, the adventurous, like, let's go out and do this thing. And then they run into the goofy green bean, who is Bill Randa, who's played by John Goodman in Skull Island. So it's like a young Bill Randa, and he's a cryptozoologist and he's just like a fucking nerd. <laughs> like kind of like you know like very like molder right like believes in these like really wacky things and the three of them end up like teaming up and founding monarch and just like their dynamic is so like the very first scene that you see with them is like a, is after like a, a few years after they founded monarch and stuff and they're like going out to find this monster and this is where i'm going to get into one of the one of the big spoilers but it does happen in the first episode they go out and they find this monster and keiko ends up dying and so then it's just like the two of them left alone, no. basically without her. But like the just the first scene of them in the car, I'm like, oh, these three people are married, <laughs> and Kay and 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 Bill are married actually, like in the show. And then like Lee is like their like their guy, and then like after she dies, like 
Bill and Lee basically raise her son, like, together. And so it's, like, there's all of this, and, like, and, and you know, like, Kay and Lee, like, kiss at one point. Like, it, there there is genuinely, like, a real, like, love triangle, except there's no, like, jealousy between any of them. So I'm, like, the three of you just need to be together. Like, well, and then, like, there's a I'm bunch sold. of other really crazy stuff that happens, and it's so tragic. Like, it's such a doomed romance for so many reasons, and, like, a classic thing of, like, these three people had a brief period of time where they were all together and and right for each other at the right time of their life, and then it's just, like, passing ships the rest of their lives in, like, a really heartbreaking way. So that is my... That is my pitch for the Monarch Founder Polycule because it's like these three like Tumblr character types that Tumblr loves. It's a thruple. It's it's got some tragic and like amazing fix it potential, right? Like I I want to get out there and read Fix It Fix where like things aren't tragic. And there's co-parenting. There's generational trauma. It's just delicious. I mean, it checks so many boxes. It checks so many boxes. I'm I'm immediately sold on the ship. Convinced. And, like, (laughs) what's crazy is, like, it's, you know, the show is not necessarily half and half. Like, the founders and the modern day, like, it is probably, like, 60 60 to 70% modern day and, like, 30 to 40% founders. But, like, I want a show of, like, just them. Like, I, like, I love them so much. Their dynamics are so good. The actors are so good together. Like, it's just... It's it's great. Highly recommend. We love a prequel. We love a prequel, you know? And it's like we love knowing cuz also like, you know, we know what happens to John Goodman in Skull Island and so we know what happens to mm-hmm. Bill too and it's like and the reveal of what happens to Lee and why he is the way that he is like all these years later all these years later is like so terrible <laughs> and so good. So yeah, share. I hope you have a, a ship maybe that isn't so tragic. What's your first your first <laughs> pitch? <laughs> Um, so my first pitch is a ship that I thought was completely original and no one had thought of, but why would I ever think that? This is Tumblr. <laughs> it's from Lord of the Rings, Gigalos, which is Gimli and Legolas. And I feel like this is a great ship for many, 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 many reasons. First off, I mean, they're not full on enemies, but you know, the elves and the dwarves mm-hmm. definitely, I mean, kind of like, yeah, there's some animosity there. So there's some enemies to lovers. There's some opposites attract. Also the banter, the consistent oh. banter. They both have some of the best lines and some of the best looks in, you know, like that entire film. So, or series, tri- trilogy, more than that, whatever it is. Yeah. Know, <laughs> book series. You know what I mean? Anyway, some <laughs> of the best lines all together. I love their banter. I love their dynamic. I love their relationship. I feel like they're meant for each other. And apparently Tumblr feels the same because I went uh, and searched Legolas X uh, Gimli and got... Uh, found out that there are 5.4 thousand uh, followers of the tag. That's uh, a lot. Uh, right? That's not I a little. Was, that's a lot. That is like, that's a substantial like amount of people. And there was obviously some fan art, which we will reblog. And so, you know, just all together, I, I just love this as a ship. And I'm so glad that Tumblr felt the same. It's still kind of obscure, I guess, because of 5.4K compared to like the size of some other ships. But like the fact that it's got like, it's robust. There's a community. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, so- and I like, I actually personally follow a bunch of people who are big Gigalos shippers. So it's like, and, the, and the, the, the quality of the content coming from the shippers is great. I, I'm honestly surprised, like, I don't know why I thought I was being so original when this is, when Lord of the Rings is so hugely popular and, like, obviously Tumblr loves to ship side characters. 
you know yeah but like, i mean i love i love that like, you 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 were on tumblr's wavelength you know you know what you're so right yeah right there with them yeah well, no, no i should i should work there or something anyway <laughs> <laughs> anyway what else do you have what other two surprise ships yeah. So uh, yeah, working working backwards and sort of like, I guess, like newness. One of the ships that I got really into last year that then I also like got my sister really into, which is always feels like a victory because like she and I don't necessarily always ship the same things, but we like, we like a lot of the same TV shows, but like I tend to like, I don't know, be, I think more of an active shipper than, than she mm-hmm. is, but I got her like super into this ship and I feel really like vindicated for that is Nace, which is Nancy and Ace from the CW television series, series Nancy Drew, which I watched all of in a very short amount of time in, <laughs> in the summer of last year. It is delightful, first of all, and has like a really wonderful like found family friendship dynamic between sort of like, you know, the Nancy Drew crew, right? But... In, in this, like, modern, you know, adaptation of Nancy Drew, Nancy works at this this restaurant, and the, like, you know, like, dishwasher line cook guy, Ace, who she's, like, known for a long time, but, like, they've never really clicked, like, is, you know, it, like, is sort of in her orbit, and then this crazy stuff mm-hmm. happens, and they end up, like, you know, teaming up and stuff, and it's just, like, an amazing, like, friends-to-lovers story that, like, also, like, has, like because of like supernatural things that happen in the show because it's Nancy Drew, but also with like supernatural mm-hmm. elements. Um, they like, it, there's like a forbidden love aspect to it. There's so much pining, <laughs> just like so much pining. And it has that element that I love in ships, which is like a completely like incredibly competent, but like slightly insane woman. And the guy who's just like absolutely devoted to her. And will like follow her off the edge Love of the cliff. Love that dynamic. <laughs> it's so good. Have you seen any of the show? Have you heard anything about the show? There is a Tumblr I, fandom, but it's very small. <laughs> I have not seen the show. I am familiar with the show. I am familiar with the show because when I watched Riverdale, which I think I stopped maybe three, four seasons ago. Yeah. When I watched it right around the time Nancy Drew was coming out, they did some crossover episodes to do some Nancy Drew promotion. Aha! Um, interesting. Veronica, like goes into the city and gets like like drinks with Nancy Drew and like chats. Oh my God. And so, so that's like, so that, that's what I know. And I'm also obviously super familiar with like the Nancy Drew. I read the Nancy Drew books, you know, Same. growing up and yeah. so like subject matter, super familiar and was not aware that they introduced supernatural elements, but knowing what I know of Riverdale, I'm so not surprised yeah. because they are the same universe. So yes. it doesn't go uh, quite yeah. as crazy as, as Riverdale goes. <laughs> And just, I mean, I, but I feel nothing like could. I need to watch, I feel like I need to watch those, like, f- the final season just to really, like, fully comprehend it, because I've heard so much, but also, like, feel like I can imagine it so little, because it could, it's so wild. <laughs> yes. I stopped around the baby levitating time. Same, um, that's about when I started, yeah. stopped too, yeah. I was like, okay, okay, right. um, I don't, but yeah, like, apparently now, like, they, it ends, with a lot more super, like everyone's different supernatural creatures and they're in a polycule. Yeah. And like, I remember seeing a post once that was like, I can't believe that like the season of Riverdale or whatever, like ended with them sacrificing Archie in the woods and cutting his heart out. And I was like, ha ha, funny post. But I am curious to look it up. And then I was like, oh no, this is real. That's something they did. They did, they cut out Archie's heart in the forest. Okay. Okay. He gets better. Of course he does. He gets better. I hate with like heartburn. Am I right? <laughs> T. 
<laughs> I really now want to like go through Riverdale text posts and see which ones are you know like, shit posts and, which ones, and which ones like shit posts and which ones aren't. I feel like there's just that's got to be really challenging. Yeah. Oh, that could be like a fun. That could be a fun quiz <laughs> for us. That would be a really fun quiz. I mean, that could that would also be super easy to do just via reblogs because you could just re- add a poll in the reblog and say true or false. That's true. Oh, great idea. Yeah. I love that. That'll be a fun little thing. All right. What next uh, ship do you have for me? Okay, up next, I have a ship that I searched and I do actually think is obscure. Nice. And it's a new, I, we're, we're doing an answer time for the new Avatar, The Last Airbender. The Netflix live yeah. action series is coming out on the 22nd. And so because of that, I've been doing a lot of preparing, a lot of watching, you know, to prep for the interview. And so my ship is an Avatar, The Last Airbender ship. It's, it, I came up with two names for it, either Mopa or Apomo. Ooh. And it's Appa and Momo. If you aren't familiar with Avatar The Last Airbender as a like story and then as, you know, who these characters are. First up, Avatar The Last Airbender, TLDR. There are four nations in this world. Each nation is kind of centered around an element, earth, air, fire, water. In these nations, there are people who have powers to bend those elements. Mm-hmm. They're called, you know, airbenders, waterbenders, you know, mm-hmm. and the and every in in this in this world, an avatar is born and in, in reborn into one of these nations, pretty much on a consistent loop. There's mm. always an avatar, and they're always kind of coming, and they're the ones who have, can master all four of the elements. And so, the Avatar: The Last Airbender is the story of the last Airbender, who is also the Avatar, and essentially, you know, their you know, it's a their journey because they're obviously being chased for being the avatar. Right. It's very kind of reminiscent. I feel like circle of time, wheel of time. Like I feel like there's oh, a lot of like yeah. alignments. I'm kind of seeing as I'm talking about this. Like I totally see that aligned components there. Very chosen one centered yeah. story. I'm really enjoying. Like I feel like you know no no wonder that it's huge on Tumblr. Started as you know as an anime was a Nickelodeon show. They made a film years ago and. I think people had notes. And then (laughs) now there's a Netflix uh, animated series or a Netflix live action series coming out. So anyway, Appa and Momo are two of the animal sidekicks in uh, Avatar. Amazing. So Appa is like this giant kind of flying, like fuzzy creature that that is the the Avatar's like best friend and little animal sidekick. Like... Like I, I, I feel like it's like a flying water buffalo would be like a, f- a good way to describe Aww. it, maybe or one of those like fluffy cows, but it has six legs, so that it's huge. So Appa and then Momo is like a like a little creature spirit that kind of like has really like it has really big ears that it can like fly around with, and it's like a tiny little guy that you can you know fit in your you know like little little bag or you know secret of little friend and they're they're friends and they're cute little sidekicks and i just feel like you know opposites attract in terms of one being like really big and one being really small but they're still like fuzzy cute little guys who like fly around and they're always around each other so why not and you know my my biggest my biggest pitch here is look donkey and donkey and dragon from shrek vibes that's that's a very strong pitch (laughs) that that like Need I say more? And what's your what's your final ship, Lauren? I love that. I, I would I did not see a a animal sidekick ship coming. I think that is that definitely counts for like most obscure. I think that that's awesome. Thank you very much. We need I more tried. of that. Uh, I was also we should also do a quiz on the dashboard diaries, not a quiz, a poll on the dashboard diaries Tumblr, which with each of the ships yes. that we pitch in this episode. Yes, that's a perfect idea. I love that. 
So my final ship is, I think definitely, yeah, the 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 most obscure in some ways, simply because I think that like, yeah, this the show is slept on, which we talked about before, and also like. I'm at the point with this particular ship where I feel like I actually have reblogged every single post about them that exists on Tumblr. <laughs> you know, like we're kind of at that at that threshold. So, yeah. like, thank you to the people who have who have made gifts out of these two. So, um, you're like, so please, can we please expand? Can we please expand. <laughs> exactly, and that's actually a perfect segue into the Expanse, which is the show that I'm talking about. <laughs> Whoa! I did not even realize. Oh! Let's expand the Expanse, Tee-hee. right? <laughs> So, yeah, you guys have heard me talk about The Expanse before. I think we are going to do, like, a, a, a pitch each other shows that Tumblr should love. So I'm not yes. going to get, like, too far into the show. It is a sci-fi in, set in space Amazon series that ran for five seasons, I want to say. Five or six seasons. I'm forgetting exactly mm-hmm. how much. And one of the central characters in it is a character named Amos Burton. And I'm just going to read this post that I'll make sure to reblog that I think, like, just perfectly encapsulates who he is and why Tumblr should love him. So this is from Spurs That Jingle Jangle Jingle, which is a great Tumblr name. Thank you. Yep. And it, it reads... <laughs> Amos Burton is what everyone wants their big buff military men to be, TBH. He knows how to walk in heels. He's deeply and unapologetically violent. <laughs> He's good with kids. He finds people he trusts and sticks next to them like their lapdog pit bull that's ready to tear out throats on a moment's notice. He's a mama's boy. His sexuality is, I ain't reading all those labels, good for you, or I'm sorry that happened. <laughs> He's drawn to found family sisters like a moth to flame. Whenever he is treated with genuine kindness, he looks like a deer in the headlights. He's great. <laughs> And that just like I, perfectly describes Amos. Absolutely incredible. I love that. Like, I love the juxtaposition of all of those descriptions or he, descriptors. Amazing. He's incredible. Like, like form, like like orphaned former sex worker turned mechanic slash you know muscle of this this what are essentially like fugitive group for the first couple of seasons that then become the most important people in the universe. <laughs> and he like, ha- you know, his whole his whole storyline is about like him regaining a lot of the humanity that he lost in his childhood and in his like mm-hmm. very tragic backstory. And yeah, he like genuine like even the even the creators of The Expanse have said that his sexuality is just yes. <laughs> like he's just like he's just that guy. <laughs> And his best friend in the whole world, that is, once again, textual, he calls him his best friend in the whole world, is Praxitike Nang, Prax, who is a guy that they sort of pick up after there's this, this, this attack on the planet Ganymede. Prax is a botanist, and in the, like, collapse of Ganymede, he loses track of his daughter, and then the crew of the Rosinante, the sort of main crew, helps him find, find his daughter, and, like... Prax is, you know, it's like he's not he's not equipped for this like crazy life in space. Like he is he is, you know, he's a he's a plant guy who is a single dad and like he just like is thrown into this world of like aliens and war and this crazy stuff. And Amos is like the guy who like teaches him kind of like how to like take care of himself and protects him. And there's like an amazing moment when like Amos has like a thing about kids because of the way that he grew up where he's like absurdly protective of children and so when they're looking for Prax's daughter he ends up like almost beating this guy to death who they think has information and Prax is like the only one of the group to actually like stop him successfully and it's just like it's so and then there's like a whole thing when they actually find Prax's daughter that like if I speak it's just like it's such a great sort of like gentle and tough guy ship 
and like I and and just like found family like you know adoptive parent type of situation like the way that like you know he is with with nay the daughter is so sweet and like yeah just like there's something about like prax who is so protective of his daughter who like also has this like genetic illness who just like like immediately trusts amos with her that like absolutely shatters my heart like i just i love it so much So, so please, people, please post, please post, <laughs> please more, more Braxos Braxos. content. <laughs> uh, my last ship is from What We Do in the Shadows. It is the, I've been calling it the Guide Robinson. Ooh. It's Colin Robinson and the Guide. If you are, if are, if you are listening and are not familiar with What We Do in the Shadows and you know the individual characters and their personalities, Colin Robinson is an energy vampire. So he sucks oh. the energy out of people, like as his vibe. Yeah. Very like Dwight in the Office coded. I would say <laughs> in a lot of ways with less per- with less personality or maybe like more of a flat personality. Mm. And then the guy played by Christian Shaw is the like this, you know, centuries old vampire with like mystical powers who has a lot of power in the, I don't know, what we do in the shadows universe or like in the vampire world technically, but no one listens to her. And like, she ever, she's just kind of very like, like, you know, awkward and has trouble making friends and, you know, really wants to fit in, but struggles with it. Uh, And I just think that um, Colin Robinson and the guide would balance each other out in a lot of special ways. Mm. And I don't know, I think they might be meant for each other. I think this is, I think it's something that maybe, I don't know if it's been considered at all, but I'm very, the, honestly, the more I'm talking about it, the more I'm like very pro this. Colin, Ro- the guide Robinson. I love and it. I'm also very proud of the, the ship name. It's a good ship name. It's like, it sounds like a its own sort of thing. Like it's very cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I do love that it's like, there are those ships where it's just like, it's just instinctual. Like these people just belong together. And I, and I, I can't, you know, like I, I, there's not more that you need, right. It's just, it's just that yeah. gut instinct. And do you, I always forget, do you watch what we do in the shadows? I, you know, I haven't yet. I need to. Okay. I feel like this is the show I'm going to have to pitch to you. Yeah. And just okay. Pitch gently, Cause yeah, it's, yeah, oh yeah. my God, it's, I love it. So good. <laughs> I love that. You would love it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I would. I just, for some reason, haven't gotten around to it. I don't know why. Well, it'll be, I'm so like, it's so exciting that you get to see it for the first time whenever you do. That's you true. Know? That is always such a delight. Yeah. So, so much fun talking about ships. Love it. I feel like uh, ships really are the, uh, I, gosh, you know, I was trying to think of a ship related pun for, to, you know, they're, they, they sail through the dashboard. I don't know. Sh- okay, ships ships are really the, the wind beneath our sails as, Thank you. as art consumers. Uh, Oh my gosh, Lauren, what would I do without you? Thank you so much. (laughs) Anyway, on to our next segment, Dashboard Confessionals, where we take a look into our archives uh, and see what we were posting about this time, however many years ago. So what do you have for us this week, Lauren? Yeah, so on February 13th, 2015, so nine years ago, good Lord, this is just a classic Tumblr post that made me smile. It's just a photo of Lenny Kravitz wearing an absolutely fucking enormous scarf (laughs) and you know Uh, it's just like i don't know the origin of this photo because i assume that it's photoshopped like i like i'm fairly certain that you know it's like a it's a fake photo of lenny kravitz wearing a huge (laughs) scarf i don't know why i don't know what spurred my sharona 1987 to make this post but i do love it (laughs) 
It just and, makes but we me do smile. Thank you. Yes, we much do thank you. 1987. <laughs> thank you for your work. Yeah, that very simple and silly one this week. What about you? What's in your Love archives? It. So in typical me fashion, couldn't pick just one. So I picked two. The first one is from February 19th, I think 2017. And it is, or yeah, 2017. And it's a post that David, who is David Carp, the founder of Tumblr, posted in Slack, and he just tagged himself in Slack and said, at David. And then everyone responded to David tagging himself <laughs> with the emoji of himself. And then I posted it on Tumblr, tagging at David's Tumblr. It's very um, good. And then I th- so it was very bad. And I, David did this because it was like a bit or a thing to do, like in in like the like the Tumblr full team Slack when when David was CEO to put in the put in the touch Slack at channel at David, and so tag everyone in the company, and then tag the CEO <laughs> of the company. <laughs> And a few people do this. It did eventually. HR was eventually like, you can't. You have to stop. You can't. You need to stop doing this. <laughs> but yeah. But before before we, you know, we're, we're, you know, fairly and validly, you know, stopped from, <laughs> from, from notifying the entire company and, and its founder and CEO on a regular basis for no reason. David did pat did post at David in, in the Slack. And it was it was an, it was a big day. It was exciting. Incredible. Day, I think, for everyone involved. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one is, you know, really, really, you know, short, sweet, self-explanatory. Oh my goodness. It is my yearbook photo from 2005. <laughs> Look at you. You're so cute. Uh, and I am oh wearing my gosh. a, uh, <laughs> like a navy blue flowery polo shirt and a navy blue puka shell necklace to really accentuate the, the polo shirt. A, a and perfect course, 2005 a outfit. Absolutely impeccable. You know. Definitely from Limited too. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, uh, and uh, and with that, what has you in your feels this week, Lauren? So this weekend, I did something that I haven't done in a really long time, which is like on Sunday, I started this book, and I'm gonna get the pronunciation of the title wrong. I actually don't know how it's pronounced, but. Piranesi, Piranesi by Susanna Clark, who is most known for writing Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, which is a book that I love. And she like has written three books. It's like Jonathan Strange, The Lady, the Ladies of Grace I Do, and this book. And um, this has been on my, to be read for four years since it came out in 2020, because I, I love her first two books so much. And I read it I started a couple days ago, and then on Sunday, um, this is Monday as, as we're recording this, I just like sat down and spent like most of the morning and afternoon reading the rest of this book. It wasn't a particularly long book. And it was just like, it's been a while since I've had that experience of reading a book where you're just so sucked into it. And then like I get to the mm-hmm. last line and I just like instantly burst into tears. And it was just like, I don't know, it really, I've had a, I've been in like a little bit of a reading rut for a while. Like I, I would say like most of what I've read in the last like 18 months has been nonfiction books, romance novels, and Star Wars books. <laughs> and like all of those things are great, but there's something about sitting down with like a, like a completely original sort of like, like, you know, story that you have no idea where it's going, right? Like even if it's an original romance, like I know kind of what the end goal is, right? Yeah. But yeah, it just like, it really, it really got me in my feels because it sort of reminded me of the magic of, of reading. What about you? What what has you in your feels? So I just started watching the new Amazon uh, MGM studio series, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the new Mr. and Mrs. Smith series. That's with Maya Erskine and Donald Glover. And I am loving it. 
I think it's really fun and cute and I'm shipping them super hard. And I really like them both like as individuals. And so I'm really excited about having like a new show, like a brand new show that I, you know, am excited about and watching. So yeah, that has my and my feels. That show is is definitely next on my list. And I just like it looks it looks so fun. I love both those actors so yeah. much. Like that's that's great. It's fun. It's cute. You know, like definitely a bi panic show. Um, Excellent. Overall, really enjoying <laughs> we it. We love those. Uh, yeah, we love those. There, it's most shows, as it turns out. That's true. Like, yeah. Um, attractive characters. Which is most uh, shows. But, you know, which, <laughs> which is most shows. And you know, they don't have to be attractive because, you know, it's in, it's in the eye of the beholder. That's you know so true. I mean? Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. yeah. So most shows, it's just most shows. <laughs> we don't we don't need an excuse to have by panic. <laughs> it's just it's just everything. And also, I wanted to <laughs> quickly before we close, I feel like I bring up this post all the time, and so I just wanted to mention it because it's another Lord of the Rings post. Um, this someone, I feel like we when we did Dashboard Diaries last or Dashboard Confessionals last week, I read a text post that reads. <laughs> from homosexuals having tea, which I've, it turns out I've used as my dashboard confessional twice in a row. That is the like text post says like, love that one scene in Return of the King. That's like bad news. Sauron knows everything. Pippin knows good news. Pippin knows absolutely fuck all. It's so good. Uh, and someone made it into a gift set. And I was really excited to see that on my dashboard. And so thank you. Outstanding. User Remus, Remus John Lupin for, oh no, Remus John Slupin had to, you know, for that's, that's the username yes. for making that work of art. So that also has me in my feels. It was exciting to see this text post that I continue to reblog for years. Like <laughs> still like it hits every yeah, time. I have new life. It hits, yeah. every li- it hits every time. Yeah. I love Thank that. you yet again. Completing my thoughts. What would I do without you? Anyway, <laughs> with that, we panic, we fixate, we complete each other's sentences. I love that. <laughs> I'm Cher McAnally, and you can find me at overshares.tumblr.com. And I'm Lauren Shippen, and you can find me at thelaurenshippen.tumblr.com. This has been Dashboard Diaries, and... May your anons always be loving. Your dash always refresh. Your gifts always be loading. And your ships always canon. May the fix your reading always be finished. And the answers you seek always in the reblogs. Thanks for scrolling with us. <laughs>